Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 101 of Reboot Already Underway. We're a college class now. Uh, everybody open up your textbooks to page 694. We're going to teach you a little thing about a movie. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, little sick. That's okay, though. I'm going to power through. Joining in today, as always, by David, the master of the Baja Blaster, Becker. Summer is a coming, just like winter. Summer is a coming. A little bit different because the Baja Blast will be making a return. It will be. Are you excited? I saw, David, I don't know if if you know know this, but I took a sneak peek last night. Last night, I did spy with my little eye in a fridge something greenish-blue. That's the Baja Blast. I spied it in a fridge. <laughs> Not our fridge, mind you. <laughs> but a fridge. Just a fridge? Yeah. David and I live together now. I don't know if we mentioned that last week. <laughs> We're not in the same room because we don't have a headphone splitter yet. But I w- we will be getting one very soon. So if you hear a tiny echo, like that's, that's your conscience. Listen close. Can you hear it with your little ears? Listen up, kids, because your conscience is here to tell you it's episode 101. And of course, also joining me is Aaron. Oh boy, he saw Infinity War. What do you think, my dude? Just kidding. We're doing five words. You can't do that right now. Calm down. Calm down, Han. Why is his name such longer than mine? Um, Because, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm just hard man to describe, I suppose. <laughs> Although that's once again an accurate nickname, because I didn't see Infinity War, and we're not talking about it. So that's right, we're not talking about it yet. So Wait, stop, calm down. No, I, no, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. He's trying to trying to bring me down about it already. I, it's whatever. That's like my goal is to just see every movie that you do, uh-huh. just so I can make you hate it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's apparently all I want to do. Except that's what I do did with Black Panther, basically. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still not down on Black Panther. I know, I know you're not. It's, it's I'm not either. I'm not either. But anyway, guys, this is a podcast that we do 101. Remember when I said we hit our stride after episode 100? Here we are. This is the stride. We're long and we're strong. We're jumping off to the finish line. Guys, today we're going to talk about a trailer. We don't do that very often, but every once in a while. We, we just did this for the Grinch. That was more of like an Illumination Studios, like in, <laughs> in, in full. This is just down to an actual trailer. I think this one might devolve into a rant about a certain studio anyway. Yeah. How, how can you not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, a little trailer for a film that I don't like to call Venom. You don't like to call no. the movie its name? I like to it's... call it, uh-oh, this scares me. <laughs> Venom, Venom is pretty scary. <laughs> I like to hero. call it... Fant for Stick 2. It's even Electric worse this time. Electric Boogaloo. And, and Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> it... <laughs> so... Okay. Okay, let's... David? Obviously, I see where everyone's staying. 
David is not on the same side as us here. Oh man, I I need to hear you out then, because well, let, 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 let. we're talking that's about a, that's certainly an, an opinion. We're talking about Venom. We're talking about Venom, the movie internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's we're right. I don't know. Talk about Tom yeah. Hardy as Venom. Gentlemen, how do you feel about the casting choice of Tom Hardy? I'm kind of for it. I'm kind of about Tom Hardy. I mean, I like casting Tom Hardy. Casting choice is fine. Yeah. The accent he's doing. It's not good. <laughs> that is not good. What is it supposed to be? Like a New I, York? It's supposed, supposed to be like, like a, a weird New Yorker accent. Yeah. New York, Brooklyn accent. Sounds like a weird adaptation of the New Yorker, Brooklyn accent. I, I don't know. But like I like Tom Hardy, so like I'm rooting for him. Maybe maybe someone's gonna be like, hey yo, you can't do this anymore. You gotta clean it up. Like I hope someone just steps in and is like, hey. I mean but the movie's yeah. done by this point, they, probably, they right? Redub all his dialogue. <laughs> yes. Completely viable option. They make it so they cut out all the scenes where he's talking and they make it just so it's all voiceover. They're like, he went mute years ago. <laughs> like, oh. Weird. Another cool thing about uh Tom Hardy is doing the voice of Tom Hardy, and what's it? What's that? Is it Brock? Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock. Yeah, something like that. Sorry, no, but he good. also is doubling down and doing the voice of Venom. Very cool. So maybe if he gets one of the voices good, I guess. <laughs> I hope it's going to be the Venom voice. Right? Yeah. I don't it's, know. It's a voice. Yeah. The voice and it, it has some dialogue and it, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a thing. So what, I guess what do you guys <laughs> what do you guys tearing this movie apart this trailer because the movie isn't even out yet. What do, why are you tearing it apart so much? Okay, so let me start let me start with the the teaser trailer where we don't even get any of Venom and I'm like oh oh this is already a bad sign, but then you know I was staying away from the why. It doesn't have to be a bad line. I mean... <laughs> you could be like, a star, there's a star falling. Oh, that's a bad sign. This movie's going to suck because like I saw a shooting star today. and be like, no correlation. <laughs> I mean... So is there no... no correlation between a bad trailer and thinking a movie? No, no. There's no, there's no cor- I think there's no correlation between not, not seeing Venom in a teaser trailer. For a Venom movie. I mean, I think you could have a trailer without it. He is more than just Venom, is he not? I mean, but like they're sure. using scenes that Venom's clearly supposed to be in. Like they have that scene where like the two cars like flip over behind him, and clearly there were supposed to be tentacles there, but they just didn't have that in the first trailer. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah. they do in the second trailer. There are tentacles in the second trailer, but CGI's there. Well, it uh, exists. Yeah, it's there's CGI. <laughs> it's certainly I. There. I d- had not seen this first trailer before seeing it in front of Avengers. Um, I had just seen the, the like the thumbnail. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, I guess that looks like Venom, sure. But seeing it all in motion, I uh... Jake literally laughed out loud in the theater <laughs> after the trailer ended. Like, like very hysterically, very loud, and people started looking. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> literally couldn't control himself. Because I just can't believe that that's a product that they're like, ship it. <laughs> it's good. Ship it. You did notice the uh, 
in association with Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in big letters, right? Like this is not gonna be in the MCU. No, no, no. People, stop, stop pretending it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, embarrassing. <laughs> Just from so far, so far, this is very embarrassing. Like, Marvel's gonna distance themselves from this quicker than they did with Inhumans. So yeah. Oh, that was just about to say something that would have been a spoiler for <laughs> Infinity War. So I'm not gonna say that. Um, but man, oh, oh man. So I think you guys are a little too hard on this trailer. I, I just it's just everything, man. The shot where he like goes off of his motorcycle and like the tentacles shoot down and like pulls him back on. I'm like, oh no, like. <laughs> And maybe this is the same thing with that I have with Punisher. I have the same problem with, with Venom, where he's just too 90s. He's, like, too extreme. It's, like, extreme sports. It's Aaron. It's uh, Punisher Warzone, where mm-hmm. the RPG, that scene, that, yeah. that embodies the Punisher in my mind, and it also embodies, like, Venom, and it embodies the people who love Venom and love, like, the I Punisher mean, if and Venom stuff. starts shooting a rocket launcher at people doing backflips off of buildings, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down for it. Like, if that's what this movie is... I mean, I, yeah. it'll certainly be more Ship interesting it. then. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? It's just, there's something just, like, weird about Venom that it's like, why do I care? Like, oh, okay. He's Spider-Man, but evil... Kind anti-hero. of evil. Anti-hero. Sorry, sorry. Use the terminology. Sorry, you sorry. Embrace your inner anti-hero. Right, right, right. That's, that's what they say. They do say that. Why is Michelle Williams doing this? Michelle, no. Did she see? Uh, did she see Marvel? And they didn't put the in association with yet. And she was like, "Oh yeah, Marvel's making good stuff." And then she's like, "Oh no." <laughs> Here I am. I'm here now. She's ready to put her mark on this uh, Marvel Universe. I guess so. On this Spider-Man-less Spider-Man universe. <laughs> I, I cannot wait till, um, like, they put a scene. That, like, the rumors are going to be like, oh, there's a scene that's going to be in, like, in the ne- next Avengers. Because, you know, same universe. And then everyone's going to, like, freak out. And I go see this movie, and then there's not going to be a scene. It's just going to be a marketing ploy. I'm about it. I'm calling it right now. Yeah. It's going to be like with Deadpool, where he mentions Thanos in the trailer, and they're going to be like, wait a second. Deadpool? Deadpool's in the MCU? And then they're going to go see it, and they'll be like, where was the Infinity Stones? David's moving around. Oh, okay. Anyway, David, do you have anything else to say to the podcast? I think that you guys are too hard on the trailer, and I can't wait to see Venom, the anti-hero. That's David on my end, coming to you from our living room. Um, It's really a good time, but Aaron. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hi, Jess. Wait, what's happening over there? I don't know. I don't know. 
This is my life now. <laughs> um, Sony, man. Sony. We've talked about Sony a lot. Wait, I'm sorry. Is David gone? No. He's, he just opened the door back up. He now has wings. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jess came to bring him wings. Oh, his retainer as well. Jess, if you're listening, you are in this podcast now. <laughs> you do know you can you can cut things. No, I'm definitely There's not cutting. There's this thing called editing. Dude, listen, I'm definitely not cutting any of this. <laughs> Episode 101. <laughs> I mean, it's... Let's be honest, it's pretty funny that that just happened. <laughs> okay, David. He, he, he can hear me through the door, but he can't hear me through his headphones yet. David. So, Sony. We've talked, yes, about, him, we've, we've talked about him before. Uh, they, Sony. Okay. They seem to have a, a, a problem with quality control. <laughs> Also, good ideas. Must we remind everyone of the Aunt May movie that was supposedly supposed to happen? Could say Aunt, happen. You say Aunt May? Oh yeah, the Aunt May movie with Sally Field. It was gonna be. It's gonna be a prequel. She's gonna be like a spy during the Cold War. This is an actual idea. What? We're not making this up. Is this like from the Andrew Garfield like yeah. universe? Yeah. Oh, back okay. when they yes. back when they wanted to make a universe based on those films instead of based okay. on no because I, I remember I remember the scene in like Spider Man two when he like like stumbles on something uh, yeah, okay I will come back I, I'm here I'm here now connecting the dots the brain cells are working well you can forget all that because now this this is the new the Spider-Man new universe. new Spider Man this universe. time without Spider Man who needs so. Spider Man is Peter I'm guessing Peter Parker's not even in the universe. Doubt it. I I. Do you think do my, Miles like, more Miles Morales will show up? Yeah. Do you think Miles Jake... Miles is already part of the MCU because they, they mentioned him there. What? Yeah. When? Because uh, Donald Glover has yeah. that one line where he mentions his uh, nephew in the city, and the character he's playing is Miles Morales' uncle. Wait, really? Yeah, I did not you know that. Literally just rewatched Spider-Man: Homecoming. <laughs> wow, Aaron, stalk in my letterbox. <laughs> to be fair, I wasn't like rewatching so much as playing a game while Dave. Well, I guess David was playing a game too. While Jess kind of just watched Spider-Man: Homecoming in the corner, and I caught like the big scenes. Like I had to catch the one the teacher saying, "I can't lose a student on a field trip." Not again. <laughs> It's just the best line in the whole movie. Anyway. I love how your idea of the big scene of the movie is just like this short little <laughs> cutaway joke. No, I watched a lot more. I watched a lot more. Uh, the climax still sucks. That has a really bad final action set piece. I don't understand what happened there. Um, but anyway. You know what's going to have a great action set piece? is Venom. Oh, let, yeah. Let me tell you. Do you think it's going to be like Fantastic where... Uh, they probably ran out of budget, so all they do is uh, go turn the thing invi- invisible, and he punches Doctor Doom into the beam, 
And that's the extent of the final action scene. <laughs> the legendary final action scene. I mean, we can't beat him alone. But together, we might stand a chance. Yeah. Venom and Eddie Brock together. They I might stand a chance. If they talk to each Venom talks to Eddie Brock. Yeah, they, they're going to have to learn to cooperate, and that's the only way they're going to be able to defeat the if villain. If they steal the ending from Fan Forsick and use it in this movie, I honestly, it'll be horrible, but I will love this movie for that. For some reason, I thought when you if they steal and for, instantly went to the Declaration of Independence, I'm like, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on this boat. The trilogy we've all been waiting for. Can you imagine if that was like the deal? Like, okay, we get to use Spider-Man, and then we'll give you the rights to National Treasure Three. So <laughs> that's our bar. Oh my god. Anyway, I just kind of want to talk about Venom. It's kind of trending a little bit right now. People are talking about it. I'm telling you, it's going to be this year's Fantastic slash The Mummy. I think it looks that bad. I think it's going to be... The Mummy or The Mummy? The Mummy. The Mummy. The Mummy. The Mummy. I think it'll be really, really bad. I hope it's not as bad as those movies. But part of me kind of hopes it is as bad as those movies because those movies are good in a way that few movies can be. They're awful, but endless laughs. So that's what you're looking for, Venom. I'll take them. So you guys want to talk about the upcoming movies? No. Oh. Well, guys, I was planning on talking about one movie because um, when I found out it was coming out this week, uh, I was like, uh-oh, Avengers Infinity War blinked, you know? They were playing chicken, these two movies, and then Avengers Infinity War was like, I can't. I can't go up against it. But now this movie also has moved to June 22nd. So, so... Of course, the movie I'm and talking I can about. Talk about it. The, is Wait, it. What movie did? Of course, the biggest movie of the year. Izzy gets the F across town. Um, oh, okay. So, which I am actually very, very excited for. Uh, Mackenzie Davis is quickly becoming one of my favorite new actresses. And speaking of Mackenzie Davis, she's also in Tully. That was a smooth transition. Thank you. You you are learning. Yeah. 101 episodes in and you finally got one. We <laughs> talk about the strides, you remember? Um, um, yeah, we're in full stride right now. So, I heard this movie is like really depressing. <laughs> Which is not what I got from the trailers. Like, there was like a Twitter moment that was like, Hey, people are kind of like, where did this come from? <laughs> so, I'm still excited to see it. Juno's a great movie. Is this the same director? Yeah. Juno and Young Adult, right? He, that's who, what he did. I have to look it up again. But, uh, but yeah, Charlize Theron, 
Mackenzie Davis. I don't think I've seen. I don't think I've seen this trailer. Mark Duplass, Ron Livingston. David, it's the trailer where the mom drops her uh, phone on the baby. Oh, yep. Okay, I got Yeah, it. yeah, he got it. But, uh... It's like par- parenting's hard, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, man... man it's a letterbox movie. Good letterbox, letterbox movie? It's a, movie? I mean, all movies are letterbox movies, but it's a... If we, if we go see it, it's definitely a... Uh, Movie Pass. You know what I'm talking about. Movie Pass. Yeah, you got to use Movie Pass before they uh, completely go under. <laughs> I don't know that we <laughs> talked about that on the podcast. They're they're like 75% of the way there. Yeah, so I'm just ready to just got drive it into the ground. So, Oh, no. <laughs> it's because of people like you. Yeah. You're, you're the ones ruining it for everyone. I you know, really, you're seeing too many movies. I really don't use it that much. Like I, You're supposed to see no movies. So that they can just actually make a profit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've seen a movie, <laughs> and now your movie was more expensive to them than what you're paying them. So that's true. Actually, I suppose in where you guys have it's like two movies. Yeah. Until they're losing money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely is. Um. Yeah. Let's. You know what? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 22. I've seen 22 movies with the movie pass. So yeah, they're definitely losing money. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I will be seeing Tully, especially if it comes here. I love everything about what I've seen from this movie. Um, it looks like my kind of movie. I don't know, Aaron, what do you think? Uh, I saw the trailer when I went to see The Post. Uh-huh. And it does look like it's one of those... I'm not quite sure what the tone they're going for is. Yeah. And hearing that it has a depressing ending, now I'm unsure about it. Well, I don't, know, I don't know that the ending's depressing. Is that what they said? That, I thought that's what you said. No, no, no. I just said... They just said the movie was oh. depressing. Hmm. Oh, it, I was about the depressing ending. I was actually going to see it. Because I guess it talks a lot about postpartum depression. Like, that's a lot of the movie, and I'm like, oh, yikes, that's not going to be a fun time. Mm. I was kind of expecting but it to I... be funny, and now that I know that it's not going to be, I'm like, I'm still excited to see it, but I'm glad I know what I'm going, getting into, I guess. But, I mean, if, so, if it's someone, I think, like, the director of Juno mm-hmm. seems like a good fit if you're trying to tackle that subject matter and yet make it more lighthearted. Yeah, so. yeah. Based on the cast and director, I'm in. Me too. Yeah, we'll see. Let's talk about uh, one of the strangest remakes ever. I don't... This flew completely under the radar for me. Had no clue this was even coming out until, like, just now when I was looking up movies. (laughs) There is a remake for Overboard coming out. Which, why... It isn't because of the whole... I don't know. Why? I, Why? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't get it. It's Anna Faris. Eva Longoria. Eugenio Derbez. Aaron, you're a big Eugenio Derbez fan? Who? Uh, the guy from How to Be a Latin Lover. Oh, uh, yep. That's, that's a high-quality movie. So, like, the original's creepy... 
and just switching the genders doesn't it make it because women want equal no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it doesn't it's not less creepy because it's a woman who does it guys it's still super creepy it's not cute and charming that <laughs> in affairs is doing this so yeah but think of think of the brand name anyway I guess well, okay. My 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 <laughs> question is: uh-huh. in the original Overboard, uh-huh. um, the main guy he goes, "Oh, well, like, how's that your wife?" And he, she's like, "Oh, she's got like a birthmark, like on like it's really random, it's, like on her like basically on her butt cheek or on, on her, her high thigh, on her, on her booty, right?" That's a that's a so, that's a boat thing, booty. Yes. <laughs> So, ba- so basically, I wonder, is, is like that going to be the same tell in this movie? Is she about to be like, oh, yeah, right out of the butt. There's a big old, or, or like, I don't know. If they're going to change anything about this movie, I think they should, like, change that. Probably. It's going to be on a different no, part of it. No, no it's going to be on his butt, too. Well, well, <laughs> what are you thinking? Well, well, should we take a poll? Where do you think the birthmark will be, Aaron? What? I, I, I don't know how to answer that. Jacob, where do you think it will be? <laughs> his, the inside of his cheek. His, oh my god, oh my god, no. His like mouth cheek. The mouth, the mouth, okay. I, I just realized that you guys can see me pointing, the podcast cannot. <laughs> yeah, anyway, Overboard, that's a movie that's getting remade for some reason. God bless Anna Ferris. Anyway, let's finish on uh, the cleanse. Uh, a trailer oh, is this that the movie yeah, you watched yeah. the trailer for David or not David. Uh, Aaron and I watched the trailer for this one. Uh, it's a movie starring the guy from The Big Bang Theory. I don't know what his name is. He's just that Leonard? guy from The Big Bang Theory. I don't know, Aaron. What are their names? Was it Leonard or Sheldon? It's uh, it's Leonard, the main guy. Sheldon's like the guy who. No, I know. I know who Sheldon is. It's Leonard. Leonard's the guy. Leonard, like the other guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's him. Yeah, it's him. So he's in it, and he goes on a retreat because he's feeling a lot of bottled up stress and upsetness. So he goes on the retreat, and they just start screaming. And I don't understand why, but uh, that happens, and. Uh, they scream and then all of a sudden he's like growing a pet that is all of his bad habits or something they like they like drink something right and yeah. then they like spit out something and then that thing turns into like this weird tadpole like yeah. creature that's all their bad feelings or something i don't know <laughs> i mean it sounds like a decent idea for like a short film I don't really know about how they're going to stretch this to feature length. It's too indie. Aaron, no. it's, it's, it's a step too far. <laughs> it's step it's too not far. what the people need. It's not what the, the people need. Films like Overboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're like, <laughs> they don't have to do anything challenging. They just have to be like, hey. Hey, 
You're just, you're underestimating the mental gymnastics it takes to try to justify anything Anna Ferris will do in that movie. <laughs> That's pretty challenging. So the cleanse. That definitely will not be playing around me. So I will wait till it's on Amazon Prime, probably. Are you just guessing that it's going to be on Amazon Prime? Or? Yeah. He's got one of those feelings that's just going to happen. Aaron, Aaron, it's an Amazon it's, Prime it's a, movie. It's, a, it's an Amazon Prime movie. It is. Yeah, I'll go to you. Well, let's move on to the What Have We Been Watching segment this week. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Hey, remember when we watched the uh, Bible Man theme song? <laughs> David, have you ever heard of Bible Man? The legend himself? The Bible legend Man? himself, Bible Man. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've seen multiple... Uh, were they episodes? Yeah, they were, it, was, it was the whole TV yeah. show. Yeah, I I saw a lot of Bible Man. So, so you are aware that his origin is literally he just finds a Bible in the ground. Yes, that's it. Yes, I'm. I'm <laughs> and and but he, and he has like this sword that's a lightsaber, but it's not a lightsaber. It's like a. It's a Bible he's sword. Purple. <laughs> he he's is like purple. purple he's got he's like so gold purple. Mask and, I, and then like whenever he's like fighting someone, he quotes Bible verses. So it'll be like. The Lord is my shepherd, for I will not. And he hits the guy with the sword. I'm like, yes. Book of yes. Eli, part two. It's, uh... <laughs> see, see, David knows. I was, I was trying to explain this to Lacey last week, and he had no idea what I was talking about. No, see? no, literally every single, like, you could, I could be like, Aaron, how's that, uh, how's that food? Well, Jesus broke bread in, like, the third chapter. Like, by, like literally, they just, shh. As much down your throat as you can. He am, am I wrong? Am I wrong? Devote his life to God because he found the Bible in the dirt one day. Yeah, he had and everything, I, and he was did, happy. And, and then, then he, he found put, a Bible he in the puts dirt, on the armor, of, he was the armor of God. I did, told him it's all coming back. He's like, I got the armor. I give him the chest plate of. Did he ever try like therapy? Like, did he ever try like talking to someone? Like, he talks <laughs> to his computer. Does he really? And he and he had a he had a friend he had he had a black friend but then his friend left to play basketball, you're, in real life. You're kidding me. Like the actor actually left the show to go coach basketball. Oh my god. <laughs> well, anyway, that's a Bible Which man tangent. Up. So oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, uh, I think there's uh, the big one this week, guys, that we all watched: Avengers: Infinity War. Of course. We don't do our spoiler cast until next week. So, guys, if you want to throw me a uh, five-word analysis of Infinity War. David, you're usually quick to bat on these. Bat for me, buddy. Mm, let me let me give you a little some, some, some. Okay. Guardians... And Avengers unite Groot. Beautiful. Aaron, you got five words? Uh, I'm going to go with event comic brought to life. 
Mm, mm, Just mm. I was saying to Lacey. How no, no, only five, only five words, Aaron. Those are my five words. <laughs> uh, my my five words are: Is it good? Doesn't matter. Because <laughs> I honestly think it does not matter if it's good. It just is. So it certainly is. We'll talk about it next week, guys. Go see Infinity War. Um, I mean, obviously, that's a recommendation for me, especially if you're, you've been just mm, craving, you've been craving some good superhero. Just like, mm, what am I gonna have tonight? Uh, let's see. I got, uh, I got Manchester by the Sea. Oh, maybe. Let's see. Got a nice chicken in the freezer. Sometimes when you put the chicken in the freezer, the chicken doesn't shut. Freezer doesn't shut. But that's all right. I'll set that aside. Let's see what I got over here. Ah, yes. I got a little bit of Star War. (laughs) I haven't seen this since I was a child. But I'm craving something different. Something a little tangy. I'm craving a little bit of spandex. <laughs> a little bit of shield from a captain of some sort. But where could I get that? I know. I'll boot up my good old car and I'll drive out to the theater and I'll go watch Infinity War. And then you'll do it and then that'll I'm, be the I'm end sorry. of that. Can you go back to the chicken being stuck in the fridge? Because that's where you lost me. <laughs> you know, like in Manchester by the Sea, when you can't shut the freezer for the chicken? No, I don't remember that. Scene. I've seen that movie way too many times. <laughs> Is that the scene Matthew Broderick is then? Yeah, that's the one. So Kill the man. I remember. Matthew Broderick. Kill the man. Um, but yeah, Infinity War. We'll talk about it next week. Uh, other than that, just watch Spider-Man Homecoming. Just talked about it. It's, uh, yeah, same movie. And also, <laughs> I watched a little, little, uh, little film directed by David Lynch. So, you know, it's something, uh, called Blue Velvet. Which, if you want to hear me and Aaron talk about it, you can listen to Gateway to Cinema. It's up now. Have yourself a little listen. Maybe watch it. Free on Amazon Prime. That's my week. I'm done. All right. Don't all ru- well, don't all rush to go next now. My my Take week turns. is also similarly light because watched Infinity War. Uh, the other 2018 film I watched this week was Maze Runner: The Death Cure. Mm-hmm. So that's over with. <laughs> uh, <I'm... laughs> it's like. The franchise started out interesting enough. And then I don't know what happened in those last two movies. But they're just like... They're, they're movies. They exist. Yeah, I mean, don't they, you think... They, they certainly finished a story. Give me your ranking, It wasn't Aaron. exactly the story I wanted. But they finished a story. Give me your ranking. I think it would be tough to say it's definitely maze runner first yeah 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 the other two though are just like so interchangeable i I don't understand how you don't think that three is just so much better than two two is so bad three is way too long yeah it is it's so long it will not 
end. There's a part where I'm like, oh, they're like 10 minutes from the end. Nope, they were 40 minutes from the end. Get wrecked. Let's go. Did not need to be that long. It is, though. Um, but So can you just take the movie for what it is and love it? There are some good elements to it. Yeah. I think it's pretty much the best ending they could have gotten out of it. I mean, apparently it's the, completely different. Like, there's nothing uh, that's the same. Considering the source material they had to work with. Because yeah. I couldn't even finish the third book. It was just bad. Yeah, apparently it's like not... Someone was like, someone on Letterboxd said something like, it's almost like... Or it's, sorry. It's almost like uh, West Ball. West Ball's dog ate his copies of the books. And then he... Uh, <laughs> And then he just took what was left and was like, oh, this is the movie now. <laughs> so. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, uh, the other thing I watched this week, I started watching the Puppet Master franchise. Ooh, I, so. Jake and I saw that. It's been a long time coming. Thank you, God. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I'm sure you guys recall, when I went up to visit you, mm-hmm. I also picked up this little one DVD set of all nine Puppet Master movies. For like, wasn't it for like seven bucks? It, it was, was like, for, like no, for a dollar. It was a buck fifty for the first nine movies. The first nine, meaning there's more than nine? There's more than nine, actually. Yeah, there's like 12 now. Yeah. Well, okay. David, these things are so cheap to make. Okay, my. my because it's literally a guy with just puppets. That's this this is. is this is my favorite part of the franchise. Okay, so there's these various puppets, and they all have like their own special skills and stuff. And there's this one puppet. His name is Pinhead, and he his basically his deal is that he has this really big body with like these really bulky arms and legs, and then he has a really tiny pin-shaped head. Okay. But the thing is, every time they cut. To a shot of him doing any action, they just have some real full-sized person using their hands to like move the stuff. Oh my god! And then they'll cut back to the other shot, and it's just the puppet again. But then they'll cut, and it's a human hand, (laughs) (laughs) and it's just like the worst special effect of all time. And it's my favorite part of this franchise. Oh my god! I, I will say they're getting better. As they go along. I've seen the first three now. And they're finally at a point where they actually have the budget to show the puppets moving on screen. So, that's something. Wild. Wild. That, it's, it is something. They're also fighting Nazis now. So, that's that's something. Wait, puppets the puppets are Nazis. fighting the Nazis? Wait, the, the puppets are fighting the Nazis? Wait, wait, wait. The, pup- the puppets are the good guys? The puppets start out as the bad guys, and then they turn into the good guys once the Nazis come into the picture. Like, because you can't really like get worse easier. than the Nazis. So, yeah. You know. Well, it's the puppet Nazi. I, I think those are coming. Oh, okay. I, I think, I'm pretty sure those are coming. Okay. Movie 8, just wait. But we'll have... Uh, I'm sure I'll mention these again. Oh yeah, point, certainly, but... certainly. I'm excited. I'm interested. I'm invested now. But for now, that was my week. All right. Me. Go for it. 
uh, watched the good old Infinity War, which was Wait, my we five already, words. You can, uh, we did the five words, David. Go back to that. I know. And then I watched a few episodes of Trailer Park Boys. And then I watched a little movie called High Rise. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't like a dramatic cough. Aaron, I, just... I saw that. I saw that you saw, have seen this movie. I have seen this movie. And it was re- it was way too long. It didn't need to be that long. And I feel like it didn't really accomplish. Excuse me. It didn't really accomplish anything. Like like the whole. It reminded me of like uh, what's the book that we read in Frank's class. About communism. Animal Farm? Yeah, literally just remind me of Animal Farm but in a hotel. And I'm like, and like, it's just like, oh, communism is bad. I'm like, oh, thank you for like showing that communism is bad, but in a hotel. Or in a high-rise. That should just, just be like a new genre. Communism is bad genre? <laughs> it's just bad. communism is bad, but, but in a... Many, it's like the new Die Hard, where it's not like, Die Hard, but on a plane. Die Hard, but on a train. Now it's, communism is bad. But in a building. But time, <laughs> it's about someone who falls overboard and gets amnesia. <laughs> honestly, that, honestly, that could be our next topic. Communism is bad, and we can figure out how to put it into different movies. <laughs> Write that one down, Jake. Okay. All right. I'll write it down. <laughs> but but oh. yeah, it was it's so long too. Yeah. And like I I feel like a lot of a lot of things, because I guess this book was like really good and like like it didn't describe any of the main characters, but like it was like super descriptive and like everything that happening, and like in this movie, it just had so much extra fluff that it didn't need yeah and yeah but like i was like i was sitting there for like what the two was it two hours longer than two hours i think i think it's like around two hours two hours yeah. exactly yeah it was way too long i mean i like i like i like tom hiddleston so so i was like oh i'll watch tom hiddleston movie because i don't know when i'm gonna see him again and Oh, is this the movie where you see a lot of Tom Hiddleston? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like, oh, coming back to me now. I was sitting at work too, and like, people were like, well, I just can watch it. I'm like, porn. It's all porn. Let me be. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So otherwise, I didn't really watch anything because, you know, I moved into my new apartment with Jake. Woo! That was really way too coordinated, and <laughs> I don't know. Wow, you guys are such a... You're so lived in already. Yeah, we really are. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that that's it then. Guys, we're, we're, we're cruising. Because you know what time it is. It's time for a new segment. We what, talked what, about what? this one. Uh, David even came up with it. The two truths and a lie about a movie. I'm sure we can come up with a better name for the segment, but for now, that's what we're calling it. So I picked the movie this week, and I found two truths and made up one lie about the film. So I'm going to tell you guys the movie. I'm going to read you the truths and the lie, and then we're going to see if you guys can pick out 
which one is the truth and which is the lie. So let's get okay. started right now. <clears throat> the film is 2012's The Avengers. Staying topical with it. Maybe a little easy. Because Aaron, I know you know a lot about The Avengers. <laughs> so let's see. <clears throat> Number one. While Captain America's costume is accurate to his comic book counterpart, early in development, Marvel pushed for a darker color scheme to rival DC's Dark Knight trilogy. However, Joss Whedon and Chris Evans pushed back against the idea, leading to the costume you see today. That's number one. Okay. Now, number two. Switch. Switch picture. Thank you. My phone's horrible. There were very few times that everyone was in town at once. But on one night, when they were, Chris Evans sent them all a text message simply saying, Assemble, the tagline to the movie, prompting a night out on the town. Clark Gregg has stated that this is his favorite text message that he has ever received. Now, number three. Let's just... Can we look? Can we just load? Okay, can we just? All right, hey, all right. Here we go. Ironically, Marvel originally wanted Mark Ruffalo for the role of Bruce Banner in The Incredible Hulk before Ed Norton was cast. There's your three. You can talk amongst yourselves. Those are the three pieces of trivia. Which one's a lie? Well, I think number one's a true. Wait. The wheels are turning there. Are you gonna, what are you going to say? What? Or, what I was going to say I didn't, think, I didn't think number one was true. You didn't? No. I think, I think the text message one's true. Because it, it just seems... I don't, it could just be one of those things where it's like people are phrasing it weird, but it seems odd that they would have that problem after the first Captain America movie came out. Like, you think they would have settled the costume choices pretty much. He wears a different costume, but like, they were pretty firmly in the, hey, we're actually going to do colorful stuff camp. So unless it was very early in development that they wanted a darker costume. I mean, there's also a lot of descriptive words and details in that one. Do you think Jake had the animosity to make all those... The animosity? (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) I I think Jacob has exactly that level of animosity. What was the third one again? Sorry, Jake. That uh, they originally wanted Mark Ruffalo to play the Hulk in The Incredible Hulk. Uh... God, I don't even know who they're looking at for that. I'm going to go with, well, I guess, what, what do you think? What do you think we should go with? Do we have to go with a collective one? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm voting with the team. I'm about the team. I'm voting with the team. No, the, the second one also sounded a bit fake, but then like the Clark Gregg said this was his favorite text of all time thing. That one was, that was, that one was maybe a bit too, bit too, uh, Tidy of a detail. I don't know. All right, let's let's make a decision. I th- I think two I'm, is good. I'm gonna go with number one. 
Number one it is. You guys got it. Number one is the lie. Ooh. We are one for one, Aaron. We are. Love to hear. That's uh, that's the game. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's kind of fun. It makes you think about movies that you love in a little different way. Also, I'm, a, I'm about it. It's like I made up the game. Yeah, for the podcast. Yeah, it is good. I love it. Uh, I also love that that is a thing that happened. The text message thing. <laughs> I I love that. Um, so yeah. Also, nice little uh. Just shade throw at Ed Norton there too. <laughs> like eh, we wanted Mark Ruffalo anyway, so <laughs> like, jeez, okay. That one was also a lie. It just wasn't Lacey's. It was Marvel's. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired, baby. Wow. All right. Well, let's move on then to the bad movie of the week. Aaron, you're bringing it. Yes. You're popping and locking it. I have a film that I have been saving to talk about for a oh, while boy. now. Oh, no. Okay. So, uh, here we go. So, I watched the Wishmaster franchise recently. Yes, you did. And so, this this franchise... I've seen a lot of horror franchises kind of like take a nosedive. Uh-huh. But I've never seen a franchise take a turn quite like this. <laughs> I've been waiting for so long to hear what happens, man. I, he texted <laughs> me about this when he watched it, and I just was so excited. And now I finally get to hear about it. <laughs> Let's do this. So we're going to talk about Wishmaster 4. Okay. Catch me up on one through three. Fulfilled. How many are there? There's there's four. This is the final oh. one. Are you going to ruin the entire series for me? <laughs> yeah. uh. Nothing can ruin this series. So so here's the thing. Here's the deal with the Wishmaster franchise. Okay. Okay. So there's this evil creature. There's multiple evil creatures, but there's this main creature. He's a djinn. and he becomes trapped in this stone. This red gem. As and one then does. whoever finds the red gem, uh, they unleash the djinn, and then once the djinn grants three of their wishes, uh, the rest of the djinn are able to escape from their dimension, and they're able to rule the world. Okay. So the idea is the djinn goes around granting people's wishes and collecting their souls while trying to get the person who awakens him to ask him three wishes, and then once he grants all three wishes... They can end the world. I mean, that shouldn't be that hard, right? Why to is grant this... three wishes? Yeah. Well, you know, you would maybe think... The, maybe the trick is he doesn't actually have any powers. So if the guy's like, I want a million dollars, he actually has to somehow obtain a million. He can't just make a poop out of the air. Maybe that's the whole plot. Is that how it goes? Sometimes. But no. No, he has powers. Okay. So, another thing he does is he often adopts the face of a human, so he can, like, pass among humans and then, like, trick them into wishes that way or whatever. Right, 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 right. So, most of the time, this just unfolds how do you expect. He kills a couple people in creative ways, and then there's some kind of wish. The first Wishmaster film actually does 
the wish upon thing, Lacey, oh, where no. the final wish is like, I want to go back in time before I found this gem. Oh, and no. it works. That's, that's the end of the movie. Wait, no, wait. For real? Yeah. Like, they're just safe then? That, that, yeah, they're safe. That, that was the loophole. It's, it's actually a loophole in this franchise. Oh, my God. Okay. Lovely here. But, okay, so here's Wishmaster 4. We open on this scene. A couple rides up to a house on a motorcycle. They enter the house. They go to a bedroom and oh. start having sex. Oh, of course. And they break the bed. Oh. It, it's this big, like they literally break the bed. They have this big metal bed. Then they leave the house and they ride off on the motorcycle. Cue titles. Oh. But why, though? Do we learn why? Because this, you, you would think you might want to introduce the djinn. Or introduce the gem, or introduce some kind of horror elements. But this film, this film is going for something greater. Oh, what is that? So we have the scene. So we cut after the credits. We have this scene where some time has passed, and this woman, her name is Lisa, she comes home, and her boyfriend, the motorcycle guy, is now in a wheelchair. Can't ride the motorcycle when you're in a wheelchair. He can't. He got he got in a bad accident, and now he. He's, he's in a wheelchair. And okay. they have this great scene. So the two of them are having problems because now that he's in a wheelchair, they can, they're not having sex anymore. Oh my god, here we go. But she wow. comes into a house and she finds him at the computer. Uh-oh. And he's at the computer Uh-oh. looking at porn. Uh-huh. And, and then she's like, why are you looking at that? And he's like, well, if I can't do it with you, then, you know, like... This. And it's like, okay, okay, buddy. Either it, either it's working well enough for you to be here at the computer, mm-hmm. or it's not working, and you're just you're just sitting at your computer looking at these things and like what? Just have you, not, that's, have that's you never watched thing. any of the plot? Aaron? <laughs> Come on, Aaron. But it's it's all to build this central conflict. That, okay, you know he watches porn so, so much. So porn, so porn is the central conflict of this movie. It's like the, the fireproof the of the is horror that Lisa films. Lisa is a very distraught person because she's not having sex. Oh, okay. And then this other friendly guy comes in. Oh, friendly who's guy. The, their lawyer. He's yeah. He's their lawyer, and he's a real friendly guy. Uh-huh. He comes in. He gives her a gift. He gives her this uh-huh. little box, and then she accidentally breaks the box. And guess what's in the box? A gem. A gem. Oh no! So, so she unleashes the gin, mm-hmm. and this—it's it's... <laughs> Aaron is like perplexed as he's saying it. So, so <laughs> the gin comes out, uh huh, and he kill, he kills the lawyer friend, of course, and steals their skin. Ooh. So now he's posing as the lawyer friend. Oh. And then, so he's trying to get Lisa to grant her three wishes. So the uh-huh. first wish is she's like, okay. I wish that this court case about my boyfriend's accident was settled. And the wishmaster's like, Okay, I do that. He Easy. he like he like tortures the other lawyer until the court case gets settled. That's a wish. One wish down. Uh-huh. Second wish, she's like, Okay, I wish uh my boyfriend could walk again. My boyfriend's walking again. It's a miracle. 
Because she doesn't know he's the Wishmaster. So she's just like, oh, it's a miracle. Yeah. My wish was actually granted. So that's two wishes. Two wishes down. Third wish. Oh, no. She's at the house oh, of, no. the, of, of the Wishmaster. Please tell me it's like and a sandwich or something really stupid. He's stay. getting them <laughs> drinks. And as he goes to get them drinks, he hears her, he hears her like gently whisper, I wish, I wish this guy could love me who I really am. What? Or no, I wish I could love him for who he really is. Oh. That's what she said. So it's her fault they weren't. Uh... No, not, not her boyfriend, the lawyer guy. What? She says about oh, so... the Wishmaster, I so... wish I could love him for who he really is. What does that so mean? So the third wish is spoken. And he, and he and has to do it. This djinn appears, and he's like, okay, the third witch is uh, spoken. Grant the wish so we can all escape from the dimension. And then the wishmaster's like, wait a second. How do I grant this wish? How do I make this woman love me for who I really am? Because <laughs> <laughs> human love must be given freely. So... Oh, no. So we're about 20 minutes into this movie. And the rest the next hour. Is it literally Beauty and the Beast? He literally goes on an existential quest (laughs) to find out what love is. Oh my god. (laughs) At least it'll fall in love with him. Oh no. (laughs) He goes to like the strip club. Oh no. And he sees the stripper. And he, he and he's like, wow! I bet she could. Ha- I bet she could have like any guy she wants. And and the bartender's like, yeah, she can and she does because that's all women want. They want they want money and sex or whatever. Uh-huh. And the wishmaster's like, oh, okay, that's what it's all about. It's all about. <laughs> so he's just like going around these places, learning these lessons from various people about like what women want. <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out how to grant this third oh, wish. No. Is this even a horror movie? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. So the wishmaster discovers that okay, the the way to get a woman to fall in love with you uh-huh. is to have sex with them. Oh, okay. So, so you know what he does? He invites yeah. invite Lisa over to his, to his house. Oh. And uh, he uh, introduces her. And they, yeah, they, they, they just go to town. Oh, okay. So, Wishmaster, four movies in. He's fine. He probably got, he got his wish. Oh. Oh, no. And then oh. after, Lisa's like, you know what? That was that was great. I'm glad that I finally had sex after not having sex for such a long time. Oh. But I also realize now that I don't actually love this guy. I love my boyfriend. I, I, I just yeah, I love my boyfriend. I was just really craving sex. So the wishmaster is rejected. Oh. And he still can't grant his third wish. Oh no. <laughs> oh my god, no. So he goes he goes to like the boyfriend's house. What is this? <laughs> And he reveals his true Jin self. What is happening? And he's like, he's like, um, okay, you either can rule the world by my side, 
or I'm going to send you to hell. You have to, you have to either love me or you're going to hell. And then the boyfriend comes and he's like, I wish I had a way to kill you. Oh, no. And in the past movies, people have tried to kill the Wishmaster. Like, I wish he would die, and it doesn't work. Yeah. Because those movies had somewhat logical plotting. Yeah. But uh, this movie, he's like, oh, yeah, okay, here you go. And he gives him a sword that can kill him. <laughs> what so, the no? So then the Wishmaster and the boyfriend are fighting, and the Wishmaster ends up grabbing the sword and stabbing the boyfriend yeah. to the chest. Oh, so the boyfriend's no. dying, and the wishmaster's like, "Now you have to love me." Oh. And then Lisa pushes the wish wishmaster onto her boyfriend. So now the sword is sticking through both of them. Now that is kills love. the wishmaster, and the boyfriend dies. And Lisa ends the film walking out of the house, reminiscing about the sex scene from the beginning, because she's. She just really misses sex, and oh, now no. both both of her lovers are dead. Oh no! What her boyfriend the... and the wishmaster, who who just wanted, just wanted her to love him. Why? It's tragic, it's tragic it's for the franchise. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> this is a real movie, you guys. Why does he go on an existential crisis quest? Why not? To it's find not love, movie. man. <laughs> It doesn't seem like that should have crossed anyone's mind. <laughs> you know, the person who wrote it was just like their girlfriend just broke up with him. And he was like, dude, how can I find love, man? He's like, what's one thing I can never have? What's one thing not even a genie could grant me? Love. Because love's not real, man. And he made the movie, and it was like, oh, Lisa, come home. <laughs> Lisa, I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. I, uh, I gotta say, that was worth the wait. <laughs> Wishmaster 4 in theater soon. In theater soon. They're so bringing it back. They're remaking it. <laughs> 3D. Sorry, Remus. Adam Sandler. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well, let's move on <laughs> to the fault in your stars. This is, of course, the segment where we go onto the internet. We find a good review for a bad movie or a bad review for a good movie. We take out all the spoilery bits, all the things that would give it away as to what the movie is, then we throw it out there. Have the other person try and guess it. The other people, even, try and guess it. David, you got a review for us this week. What you got, my dude? Five stars. Oh, okay. Laughed out loud throughout the movie and actually felt moved by the message. Ten out of ten, going to see it again. Oh, okay. Oh. Four stars. Love this movie. Very funny. Okay. Five stars. <laughs> It's a funny yeah, movie. Let me, get a, let me get a good one. Message. There's ah, a message to five it. Five stars, okay? Okay. With IMDB ratings of 3 out of 10 and Rotten Tomatoes scores at 30%, both for reviewers and moviegoers, I didn't go in expecting much. But the entire theater of people in attendance with me was on a laugh-out-loud ride for the duration of the film. Is it crappy to think a woman can't have mad confidence without a brain injury? There it no. is. 
No, it's not. Okay. The media shows you from the moment you're a little girl that you must be thin and gorgeous to make a mark with confidence can drain out of you within years. This film really explores what would happen if an average woman had all the confidence that the superstars have, and it's hysterical. Also so relatable and warm-hearted. I will be pre-buying this to have it in my collection forever. All right then. You know, what, I uh, think I think if the if the wishmaster really wanted to understand women, he should he really should have just watched this movie called "I Feel Pretty." Uh, this is, I want I want to read. Great job, great job. I want to read this last review. Okay. Because there's no stars. It literally says like that. It's like an X, and it says not interested. Like okay. that's where the stuff. Oh look, like oh looks like the. Are trying to promote their little unfunny princess again. 85% of the world knows that she's not funny, but the Hollywood Jews keep trying to push her oh on us. Oh my god. Sigh, I guess they want to spend their money pushing the failing globalist agenda. <laughs> oh, 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 wow. <laughs> I don't know. Thank you, Bob. And uh, that's from Bob and everyone. Uh, Bob, uh, seek counseling. Really, really work on that hate you've got harbored in your heart, man. I literally missed all of it. Oh, you guys cut out. Uh, it was it was a lot of anti-Semitic Mommy. ranting. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. you have a lot of hate in your heart, my dude. Uh, please get that. You know, seek seek some love, man. Just get it get it checked out, man. Get it taken out. Go to the doctor. Get the surgery. Take the antibiotics. Anyway, guys. <laughs> This has been episode 101, in full stride, a reboot already underway. Of course, if you want to find us around the internet, you can find David at DBEX with two S's, 15 on Twitter, Aaron at Little Flame Dude on Twitter, also at This Clever Blog Game's already taken at Tumblr.com. Aaron, mm-hmm. did you write an Avengers review? Or? Uh, not yet, because I had to write a like five-page research paper. It's almost like it's almost like tomorrow. It's almost like Aaron's like a liar or something. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's almost like Aaron I'm just is kidding. Way behind on his homework. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just giving him a hard time. It'll be up if he wants to go up, my dude. If you want to find me around the internet, you can find me at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter, Jake Lace on Tumblr. Jake Lace on Letterboxd. You can read my mini-review for Avengers. Infinity War. Gross. And if you want to find the podcast, you can find us at Reboot Already Underway. Twitter. SoundCloud. I always say SoundCloud. It's not a thing. SoundCloud. iTunes. Um, Of course, you can also find us on Facebook. Aaron's been doing a bang-up job of posting all of our episodes on there. So go... Show some love on Facebook and on Twitter. And also say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go eat that spandex, spandex and shield tangy meal this weekend. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> we'll see you all next week with a brand new episode where we're going to talk about Captain America with that tangy shield. I haven't seen a shield that tangy since 1982. And also... (laughs) Bye-bye, man. There it is.
I, I, I have to wait for your setup. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I bet you sometimes you find one. Sometimes you find a setup. Sometimes, sometimes, but... Not with right, the tangy I, shield? I don't know about, not about the tangy shield. Alright, goodbye.